Today's healthcare can be confusing, frustrating, and at times downright scary. Here to help with clearing up the confusion, putting an end to the frustration, and making it a lot less scary. Here from Los Angeles are your hosts, Eric and Roy, on the Informed Patient Radio Show. Welcome to the Informed Patient Radio Show, and today's guest is Brittany Bishop from Thousand Oaks Family Wellbeing. Brittany is a neurofeedback practitioner for the last five years. Welcome to the show, Brittany. Thank you so much. Brittany, if you can tell our listening audience a little bit about you and where you're from, what your schooling and background is, and what led you into neurofeedback and the Thousand Oaks Family Wellbeing. Absolutely. There's there's definitely so much of a story um, that got me to this point. Um, it, so I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, and what I knew when I was the when I was young, about ten years old, is that I wanted to do something having to do with science and having to do with um, with getting people in touch with who they really are, mm. and um, and also kind of like spirituality. Um, right. This doesn't have to do with spirituality, right. but it has to do with getting you in touch with who you are and um, being being who you actually know yourself to be. Mm-hmm. So I knew it was something within that world when I was ten years old, and um, and then got another level of it when I was fourteen years old. You know, it just kind of kept clarifying wow. as yeah. I kept getting older, mm-hmm. and. Um, and then actually when I was getting into college, the only thing that I knew that I wanted to find in a college was quantum physics. <laughs> oh. So that gives you a little bit more of an idea of the the type of thing that I'm talking about, of what I'm interested right. in. What school did you go to? I went to Colorado College in Colorado Springs. It's a small private liberal arts school. Um, yeah, it's a really, really good school, and it's really good with the sciences. And it's close to the Air Force Academy? And that is correct. Yeah, Colorado right Springs. there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Beautiful area. I, I am from Denver. I was born in Denver, and I yeah. have a lot of family in the southern Colorado area around that area. There you go. And I had a cousin who graduated from the Air Force Academy. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah it's I heard right it's, next to there. I heard it's great out there. Yeah, it's it's an interesting city. I, I like my college <laughs> a lot. Very um, good. Small private liberal arts school. All the classes are like thirty kids. Um, nice. So so it's really it's really focused and right. It's a really good school. Okay. So um. So that's where I ended up going, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I didn't end up doing the quantum physics or anything with physics or anything like that. I just kept clarifying which science I wanted to do, mm-hmm. and I ended up with neuroscience. Oh, so, okay. Um, so yeah, so I got my neuroscience uh, major and um, got the BA in neuroscience at Colorado College, and I okay. loved all of that. Everything having to do with that, it, the neuroscience major was a mix of psychology and biology and chemistry and physics and all of it. So it was just a really wide background. What was your initial, uh, when you got the degree, what was your initial intent with that degree? I did not know. Okay. <laughs> like so I said, like, I just I got knew, it. Now. Like, you know, starting when I was 10 years old, I knew that it was something within that world. And mm-hmm. I knew that the neuroscience was the closest to that world okay. that I just, I just liked the major. I didn't know what I was going to do with the major. <laughs> hey, a lot of people that happens too. Exactly. I, I see it all the time. So after you got your degree, then you did what? So, so then it was the, then is the awesome part of the story okay. is that I, so I got the degree in neuroscience and and I didn't know what I was going to do with it. Mm-hmm. And um, I was actually just looking for a summer job for that last summer, um, right before the last semester of, of school. Okay. And I ended up meeting Jeff Sherman, 
And <laughs> oh, that's right. He was out in Colorado at the he time, was. correct? Yeah, he that's was. That's right. That's right. Jeff Sherman, the master herbalist. Yes. He was on our uh, it was first on show. Our show. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I met Jeff and um, I told him that my major was neuroscience. Oh. Wow. And he just got so excited about, oh my gosh, you can do the neurofeedback for me. Oh. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he, so that, that first conversation, he just told me all about neurofeedback. I was like, that is perfect. Yeah. And both and, of you um, are science majors. He's biochem biochem and yeah. you're like so he really yeah he's probably really had that connection with you mm-hmm. too yeah yeah oh, yeah 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 it, so it was just perfect great so um so yeah so that's how i how i found it okay and um you know jeff's phenomenal that he got to i got to do the neurofeedback for him right so um so yeah so eventually we got me the full um actual training from mm-hmm. eeg institute in woodland hills for woodland hills okay the neurofeedback and okay. um, so then I got to do the he first he trained me. We did a we did some training. Okay, um, right. A little on the job training. Exactly. Mentorship. Yeah. Okay. And then we got me the full actual training from EEG Institute, and um, so that's how I got into it and everything. Now, when you did at the EEG Institute in Woodland Hills, was he already back out here? Yes. Okay. So so it was kind of like so you trained under his wing. You both moved out here. Then you went for the formal classroom training. Yes. And how long was that formal ca- classroom training? It's it's a one week intensive. Okay. So, yeah. And was it intensive? It was. <laughs> I bet, you, bet yeah. it was. Yeah, I love EEG Institute. It's actually run by a family. It's run by a that's the the parents who are you know probably in their sixties, I think, and then oh, wow. the, the son who's in his forties, mm-hmm. and the three of them have the you know it's mostly them at the EEG Institute, and all three of them are such completely different personalities, and they're all so <laughs> phenomenal and. Um, I love the EEG Institute. Oh, yeah. wow. A, okay. It was a very thorough training from all all perspectives. Oh, good. Well, you, you at least came into it with some background. Yeah. Not only having a degree, but some training under Jeff. Mm-hmm. So this should kind of – I would imagine this reinforced – uh, what you've learned already, yeah, and then probably took it a little further. Yeah, I mean, okay. because the the neurofeedback, the thing that's the most different about the mm-hmm. neurofeedback compared to any of my what I got in my neuroscience degree, right. neurofeedback is all about the brain waves. Mm-hmm. Most of the 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 normal science out there, you know, um, is not having to do with brain waves. It has to do with the chemistry of the brain, and yeah, electromagnetic. Okay, I know, get it. yeah. The, as opposed to brain waves, right? Now, alpha waves, theta waves, beta waves. You know, mm-hmm. you've heard about those. We in in my whole undergraduate, we had about half of one day that talked about brain waves. Really? Yeah. They, you would think there would be more. I, I yeah. <laughs> okay, so I, I learned something here. Thought, I, I wow. Okay, I was yeah. under the impression. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are going. You don't get that in your, mm-hmm. your degree. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was much more about the oh. chemistry and the and the the parts of the brain. You know, this part does this. This part does this. Right, right. When this part gets hurt, this is what happens. Okay, th- yeah. Things like that. And we're sure. having to do more with the physical as opposed to the the general medical field doesn't talk about energies and brain waves. It just doesn't think about that very much. Well, you certainly as a nurse and case manager, I have learned something just now. Uh, <laughs> I, I, wow. That is very interesting. So you, after the EG formal training, then you went back to Thousand Oaks Family Wellbeing mm-hmm. and then started Yeah, then I got clients. to be full-time, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So uh, if you can, so with the neurofeedback, uh, what kind of you know, clients do you normally see or what can neurofeedback do for clients? So many different things. Yeah. Um, so some of the great ones mm-hmm. are um, 
insomnia, anything having to do with sleep. Mm -hmm. um, falling asleep is different from staying asleep. Calming down the um, the thinking so that you can be asleep. So right. so that one that's one category is sleep. Mm -hmm. Sleep. Then uh, another category is things having to do with PTSD, anxiety, um, traumas, stress. Mm -hmm. So that that has to do with calming and um, with that we get to calm the body. Mostly it starts with calming the body, right. which calms everything, and that it just keeps working out from that. Um, those are two categories. There's uh, migraines, uh, ADD, mm -hmm. ADHD, autism. Autism can come from so many different perspectives. To, yeah. to, you know, of every because ev with any of these things that I'm talking about, it's all every individual is so unique. Mm -hmm. So yes, that's for sure. any any one can get benefit from neurofeedback. Mm -hmm. And um and why I love it is because we just get to do whatever your brain needs. And I'm not treating symptoms. I'm mm -hmm. not working on this symptom or this symptom. Right. I'm looking at the person as a whole. Mm. And the brain gets to balance out anything and everything that it needs to do. Okay. It starts with whatever's the most important for that person. It balances that out first, which is why I've talked about those things first of the the calming is a lot right. of what it does first. Um, or wow. just balancing out between the two hemispheres of sure. balancing anything and everything. It's, it gets to do what it needs to do. Wow. All right. So, and uh, what? Uh, so, in a typical session, uh -huh. what can a client expect? What What do you What normally happens in a session? Well, um, <laughs> that that's hard for me to to address. I'm trying to think from um, you know, like which session because session one is very different from session twenty. Well, what I mean is, do you put electrodes on the head or oh, on either. the fingers okay. and stuff like that? Like, oh, what, what, what it actually yeah, looks like to yeah, do it. Yeah, okay. when they sit down, what do you do? To, okay, you know, what do they expect? As a swirling wheel or not? <laughs> <laughs> so you get dizzy? Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, so so yeah, there's electrodes on the head. There's three okay. electrodes on the head reading the brain waves so those are just reading the brain waves it feeds that information into the system okay and then you receive positive visual feedback mm. and mostly i do any types of movies i do disney movies i do planet earth i do nature movies oh okay and um so that's just to distract the conscious mind because we are not working with the conscious mind at all oh okay um, wow. We are dealing directly with the unconscious brainwaves. Okay. So we get to go straight to the unconscious and deal with that, and that's what we get to do. So um, so the movies are just distracting the conscious mind. Okay. So the when you're looking at the screen, the movie gets bigger and smaller, and it grays out. So the brain wants the screen to be full size and bright color. Mm -hmm. So the brain does anything and everything that it needs to do. For the screen to be big and bright. Oh. So whatever all of the different brainwaves need to do, alpha, beta, theta, delta, whatever, all of them need to do for the for you to be calm, relaxed, focused, alert. Right. They figure out what they need to do to be calm, relaxed, focused, alert, which is when the screen is full size and full color. Okay. So at first, when somebody's they, – they're sitting there and they've got the electrodes on their heads. Yes. And you have the little Disney movie playing. And so they're – at first, I would imagine they're looking at the screen and they're seeing like uh, Bambi or whatever yep. and they're playing around. Do they – does – after a little while, does it – like you said, does it start to gray out or, or it, what, um, what, ex, what, what should they experience? 
there there's some of the graying out. It's mostly okay. the size. The, oh, the size. Okay. Yeah, the size of the screen is the main form of feedback. Mm. So the screen actually will. Do, so you're you're watching the neurofeedback for 30 minutes. You're right. on the system for 30 minutes each mm-hmm. time. Right. And during those 30 minutes, the screen will continually get bigger and smaller. Because it's always working on another level. Okay. They they actually did the you know the whole calculations of I think it's about eighty percent. It's either six. It's somewhere between sixty to eighty percent. That if you're rewarded for sixty to eighty percent of the time, mm-hmm. then it actually gets to learn that whatever oh, okay. it's working on. Then, so the screen is constantly getting bigger and smaller because it's always working on the next level. Mm-hmm. After it figures, after the brain figures out that piece, that first most crucial piece, then it moves on to something else. Okay. So it'll it'll continue to get bigger and smaller the whole time. Now, during this time, do you ask questions or what what, it, what is your role during yes. this? Um, I'm, I'm asking how the client is doing during the session, which um, different clients are notice different amounts. Mm-hmm. Like 10-year-old kids can't give me very much feedback during the okay. session. And right. so with with 10-year-old kids I mostly have to go with what the what happens after the sessions. Okay. of what you know between the sessions. But um but for adults that are more sensitive that are more aware of what's happening, I'm asking them how they're feeling of more relaxed, less relaxed, more focused, less focused, how does your body feel? Is your body more calm, less calm? Do your eyes want to stay on the screen or not? Um, some people get some types of, you know, physical things like maybe headache or dizzy. Mm. If there's anything like that, then I make sure to change it so that there's none of that. Okay. So it's, it's asking what's happening for them because everybody responds completely different to the neurofeedback. Many people don't really notice much of anything. Oh, wow. Or it's also really mm. common to get tired, to just get, um, in a comfortable tired, like you want to take a nap is good. Oh. Um, cause we're, okay. the brain, the brain is getting a workout. Mm. So it's very common to be tired after the session because the brain is getting a workout. Now the electrodes on the on the head, where are they? Where is that going? Is this a, a program with the software or yes. was something that you can be looking at? Yeah, or? yeah, I am watching it. I'm I am watching a screen, and really all I'm looking for when I'm looking at that is making sure that they're receiving the full amount of feedback. Okay. Um, they, if they're if they're moving their face too much or if they're touching their face, then they there's interference with receiving oh, the full amount saying. of feedback. Sure. So that's mostly the stuff I'm watching for is just making sure that nothing interferes and be sure that everything's working properly. So mm-hmm. what what do you see on the screen when you're when you're watching this? It it is a, a certain type of display that shows um, the brain waves. Um, okay. So but, but like I said, it doesn't actually tell me that much information. Is there more more than one wave, or are you looking at uh, one wave? No, what it's or? what it's showing is a is a compilation of all of them. I see. Okay. Uh, I'm not watching the individual brain waves as I'm watching it. Okay. No. Oh, okay. And um, lately, what have you been? What or what is the most common type of problem people are coming in to see you for? Um, well, one of the things that it's really great for that I have been seeing a lot of mm-hmm. is, um, women in general, um, that are any type of anxiety, stress, right. uh, traumas. Mm-hmm. It's, okay. it's so great for that because we get to get to the source of it and you don't have to work through it consciously. This doesn't have to do with thinking about it consciously and having to process through it, you know, traumatically. This way we get to go to the source of whatever it is and balance it out. So 
it's it's really great for that to get to the source and then have it stick. Because your conscious is watching Bambi mm-hmm. and your your subconscious is then working out that problem. Yeah, of yeah. whatever okay. the whatever the brainwaves results mm-hmm. was, you know. So it mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to work on the actual problem. It just has to work okay. on the the result of that, you know. Because so in other words, if there was some type of trauma that happened, yeah. then um then that trauma created a certain created certain brain patterns, mm-hmm. and we're not erasing the trauma. You still have the memory of that. You right. know, you still remember it consciously. But mm-hmm. we get to any of those results, we get to erase the results of it. Oh. Okay. So that there, you're I, not having I to get, get affected by it sure. like you used yeah. to. Because I, I know back uh, years ago, I remember uh, some people talking about like smoking. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. some people were going that wanted to quit were using neurofeedback. I don't know the success rate, but I just remember neurofeedback being associated with people who wanted to stop smoking. Yeah, it's really great for addictions. I forgot to mention that part, didn't I? Um, it's okay. Yeah, really great for addictions. And, and the thing with addictions mm-hmm. is the person has to already be committed okay. to wanting to quit. Hmm. Um, any type of addiction, anything like that. They they have to already want that. Once they've made that choice, what the neurofeedback does is allow the person to do that. Okay. You know, that then that's that's the phenomenal thing that I love about those types of results or they, they come back in, they're like, Oh my gosh, I don't want it anymore. Wow. I, I didn't have the I, dreams about nice. it anymore. That, yeah. that that part was fun was when the the girl was like dreaming about doing heroin. <laughs> oh. And um and she she didn't have the dreams anymore. She was so excited. So um that, so but, that's exciting. That, but the, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um so but they, they have to want it first. And, and so if you're committed right. then it allows you to keep with your choice to stay clean. What about dietary uh, for mm-hmm. weight loss too? That's yeah that that can come from so many different plate. You know, it depends on the source of that. Obviously, you know, there's so many different things that cause that and create mm-hmm. that. So, um, so obviously, there's depending on the source of it, it'll depend on whether how much the neurofeedback affects it. But there's many different ways that it can affect that. My my favorite result with that was the ten year old boy who was overweight. And um, before the neurofeedback, he was constantly, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. He was also ADD. <laughs> I'm yeah, hungry, well. I'm hungry, I'm hungry. He was annoyed his mother with that, you know. Right. And, um, and then he did, you know, some neurofeedback. And all of a sudden, he, he realized what hunger was because before it was all emotional. Okay, and he sense. didn't even know what hunger was and oh, yeah. and and that was then that's when then the working with the conscious mind had to come in because then he wanted to you know not be overweight so then he wanted to not eat anymore oh yeah. <laughs> it's like okay no you do have actually have to eat your body does <laughs> yeah. actually need nutrition right so um so yeah so he he never even knew what hungry was he said he was hungry but it was all emotional wow and so and tip uh, what is it how long I'm, i don't know if you said it but how uh, how long is a typical session the, you're on the neurofeedback for 30 minutes. I schedule okay. one hour. Schedule, schedule one hour. Yes. And the appointment. Okay. So 30 minutes is actually on the electrodes mm-hmm. and watching. The the first 15 minutes is talking. Okay. So so in between each, from, from session to session, those first 15 minutes, I talk about what the results were from the last session. Mm-hmm. And that's when I determine what to do for that session. Oh, okay. Um, I, I typically will change something. I, you know, I o- always take very small steps each time, mm-hmm. constantly either fine tuning for what is the best frequency for that person. Right. 
Um, there's, it's, I have a lot of fine tuning that I can do to mm -hmm. find the exact best frequency for that person. So the first part is fine tuning and then getting to choose the placements Right. For if we are doing, if we're still doing like the basic placements that have lots of overarching effects or whether it's time to focus in on more specific placements to have more profound effects on specific areas. Okay. So I make that decision for during that first 15 minutes of talking to the person. All right. And it sounds like uh, some people require um, a few sessions. Oh, I actually, that's, that's the other piece. I do always recommend 20 sessions. Okay. Um, so it's optimal three per week, minimum two per week. Okay. The way to think about it is, um, we're, we're training the brain waves in the same, it's a similar mechanism as building or breaking a habit, you know, that it takes you about 20 times to create a new habit. Mm -hmm. So it's that same type of thing okay. that after that many Got times, it. then it has yeah. ingrained so that it sticks. I, all right. So, um, it's been really great information. I've learned. I've learned a lot. What about you, Roy? Oh, absolutely. I didn't. I didn't realize it was that involved at all. <laughs> no. I did not either. Involved. Uh, involved. Like what? What do you mean? Well, just the what neurofeed. I guess was really the whole thing about what neurofeedback uh, is, or and what uh, what it all consisted, and how many sessions somebody would need, or how it worked. I just you know just hear these terms, but if you're not really involved with it uh, mm -hmm. as a as a nurse, I just haven't really had that much experience with it. Yeah. The brain is so complicated. It's so fascinating. It's so incredible, everything that it does. Absolutely. <laughs> so how do people, what's the best way somebody can get a hold of you to learn more information or to schedule an appointment? Uh, we do have um, some things on our website. The website is a good thing to get some information. Okay. And then uh, definitely call me um, if I can answer any more specific questions or to get you booked for something. Sounds good. Um, yeah, right. and I, I, you know, I would love to speak to you to, yeah, to see how we can assist you specifically. Absolutely, and we do already have a link uh, to our website or to Thousand Oaks Wellbeing from our website. Uh, but Thousand Oaks Family Wellbeing. That's right, and uh, let me give you our listeners the number eight zero five four nine four zero eight. Zero zero or the toll free number eight seven seven four three seven two seven five seven or if you really want to go just right to the website is www.tofwb.net. Brittany, thank you so much for coming on the show and enlightening our listeners about neurofeedback. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you we so like, much. And we like to always tell everybody we'd like to have you back someday we'll again and we'll talk about this maybe more depth and stuff like that and Pro probably more yeah. about um all the different things that it can do yes. for all so many different types of people and affects yeah. people in so many different ways yeah that'd be great absolutely <laughs> great all right it was great having you here yeah. today Brittany. thanks for coming on the show thank you all right so that was Brittany bishop and we'd like to thank her again and thousand oaks family well-being well that wraps it up for this episode of the informed patient radio show and and Eric, or myself, Eric, and Roy would like to say bye for now. You have been listening to the Informed Patient Radio Show with Eric and Roy. For more information, please visit us at informedpt.com. Tune in next time for more information regarding the healthcare system and how it affects all of us.